Is there an echo? <laughs> yes. Zip, you still got echo coming out of one of your speakers. It wasn't there until you got here. You farted. How about, Stop. How about now? Check, check. Is it check. Gone? Um, there's still a Is tiny little bit of echo. It just How reminds me of, an, of a Led Zeppelin record from the 70s. Are we ready now? to go? I think that's pretty good. Let's start. Right. We are back. This may be our fourth or fifth. I lose track of anything once it gets to a number bigger than four of our live streaming podcasts. It's 2022, <laughs> the year in review with Bob and Zip. Zip's a little under the weather. He, he actually has a hall pass from his doctor. You're recovering from a cold? I am. I am. And I Your internet connection is recovering from a cold, until too, by this the way. program. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Andrew Rivers joins us. We're going to speak with Sean Alexander in just a little bit. And, uh, of course, Spike O'Neill shall come charging in like the proverbial bull in the china shop in just a bit. I'm your host with the least, Bob Rivers. And um, what were we just talking about? Oh, Zip, you make TV commercials for a living, right? Well, stretching it a little bit. Yeah. Your face could <laughs> not be any blurrier if it was a <laughs> 1930s film role of a World Series. I mean, you have the worst camera. Your screen's blown out. And um, <laughs> and your internet connection is uh, is acting up because the dogs are watching Netflix. We have something issues. I can't understand you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're not feeling well. Should this we let you awful. go? It, yes. This is as bad as I feel. <laughs> I, 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 it took me. It took me a while to hook up the wiring to be able to fake myself off the show. But uh, oh, yeah, that's fine. Well, I'm if sorry. if the cold doesn't uh, make you feel like shit, the the insults from your friend will surely <laughs> brighten your day. Oh man, reverse laughter is. Hey, hey, no hurry yet. up and enjoy the show. We need a punching bag, please. Yeah. <laughs> Zip and I have a long exactly. history of unconditional love. Uh, and if he put conditions on it, he'd have left me long ago. It, Before which, I go, and yeah, I really do yeah. want to know this because we played it the other day on the regular terrestrial uh, broadcast last Saturday. Yes. Um, on the on, with you and Keith on the um, what was the title of the track? The Kids, where I'm talking to young uh, Andrew and Keith about Santa Claus and Jesus, by the way, who should be tighter than they actually are in Christmas advertising. And and at one point, one of you pipe up, and what was the, put it in? The, put it in oh, context, it was. Uh, um, have you ever seen Santa or something? Uh, no, why not? Because he's always at work or something like that. That's the line it, you like. It right? was like a solar plexus sucker punch to old santa claus your father was that you andrew i have no recollection All, the only thing i've been told is that they they had to make me cry for a song and so they gave me a toy and then snatched it away and put a microphone in front of me it wasn't a toy it was a snickers bar oh I, yeah we held out candy 
just to the point where you could touch it because we needed a crying baby for that, you know, rigging up the lights part of the song. And and if we, if we held the candy just... To, and by the way, Keith brought that up. Yeah. And was telling my granddaughters about it, which felt... <laughs> So, you know, because he played the song for them and he said, you know how he got Andrew to cry? Uh, and they looked at me and, and Hazel said, how did you get him to cry, Grandpa? <laughs> and she's taking notes. <laughs> and I'm like, really, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something else you're not old enough to be ready for. Uh, but yes, we held the candy just out of your reach. He cried and then, of course, he got the candy and now he has diabetes. He'd, well, he'd be in a foster home if you pulled that there, today. Yes. That's right. There is a long history of uh, of using your children to to manipulate. Um, uh, Keith tried to get me to feel guilty for missing Christmas because of the snowstorm. All the flights were canceled. I couldn't I couldn't make it down, and so he sent me a video of his daughter crying and saying, "I want Andrew to come." <laughs> yes. And he is a director, by the way, so this could have been completely staged. Most likely he um, held candy just outside of her reach. Right. Well, she she didn't even say the line. She whispered any... It could have been anything. She whispered something in his ear, and then he repeated it back. She said, she wants you to come. I don't trust Russian translators either. It's just that... Who knows? Yeah, you never know. But I'm going, you know, how am I supposed to feel about this and how, how do you explain an ice storm to a child should i send a photo of my car in the ditch and say i tried that's um, a good idea and with photoshop yeah. that's not hard no a uh, deep fake i did see the quarter of an inch blizzard yeah it was it house. was a disaster yeah. it was terrible but it was really the ice rink I, the, the yes. fact, all the cars sliding around was kind of crazy so uh, what i did in return i don't know if you saw the video dad but uh i filmed the video back and I, I said, Santa needed me at the North Pole because he said you're getting double the amount of gifts this year and, <laughs> and you're getting a car on your 16th birthday. So I figured, you know, if, if he's going to use his kids to manipulate me, I'll use his kids to manipulate them and they'll grow up happy and healthy and, and with a, a full sense of, of uh, entitlement. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw that. It was a really cute video. It was funny. Um, Something weird has been going on, though, because Andrew has been, I don't know if, Zip, you're on Facebook, you've seen it, uh, but you don't you don't post much, but Andrew has been, like, speaking nostalgically about me and talking about the Twisted Christmas songs and how impressed he is, and, uh, and I it's thought... It's a renaissance. Well... Yes. Well, I you're thought, almost dead. It's I'm practicing for the eulogy. Thanks. <laughs> so I was like, where is the sucker punch coming? And there she be. Uh, no, it's very nice. Of, uh, I had no response to, uh, you know, I'm used to being tormented back. I noticed I said back. Yes. Well, everything is a bit with you. Uh, it's, it's, it's very funny. I, I forget sometimes who I'm, who I'm talking to. Cause you called me up and said, are you, are you feeling okay? And I was like, wow, gosh, yeah, I, I had been sick for a few days, but I, I am feeling better. Oh, it must explain why you've been saying nice things about me on on the internet. <laughs> you were sick. As opposed to all the mean things I constantly post about you. But yes, uh, making yeah. fun of your your absent-minded memory and uh, uh, misplacing your guns and, and stuff. But 
Where keeping we? It, keep, keeping in that same reminiscing vibe here real quick, and I think I brought this up with you a couple of times, Bob. Do you recall at um, Disney World, I think it was, they brought all the morning shows down. It was one of those uh, cluster broadcast type things. Yes, and, back um, in the days when we were important and they would fly us around so that we would say the word Disney. Now, I have to pay the same as anybody else for a Disney Hulu subscription with ads. But yes, go ahead. So do you remember, I don't, uh, Andrew, I don't think you were on the planet yet at this point, but uh, Keith was on, on that trip. And it was the final day oh, of the, you know, do oh, you remember this? Was this? when we were flown to Disneyland and they closed the park to everyone but radio or, people. It, was it Epcot Center? It was Maybe Epcot Center. Epcot. And Andrew, yeah. you were there, but you were like three. And we took you because it was a free trip. Like, it was not like, <laughs> <laughs> your mother would be like, no, he's coming too. It's free? Of course he's coming. <laughs> I mean, he's like goo goo gaga. He can't, he doesn't even know what the right, it's okay. It's a free trip. We're all going. But I remember oh. that. Disney flew almost every radio host from around the country, and they shut down Epcot Center for three days. And so you got to go there as a VIP and not have to wait in any lines, free food, free buffet. That's the early days of radio. Oh, you know. But, but it turned into a rather traumatic experience for me. You don't remember this, Bob. But the last day, there was a breakfast, the goodbye breakfast before the shuttles took everybody to the airports. And the Disney characters were there. And all these morning shows, I don't remember who was there, but I, it was pretty much anybody who was anybody in radio. And I get up to leave, and uh, Lisa says, your mom says to, to uh, Keith, I guess, say goodbye to Uncle Zip. He's got to go back to Boston or whatever. And Keith stands up and yells at the top of his lungs, see you later, butthead. <laughs> the, ent the entire room erupts in raucous laughter. And I was like, you know, dewy-eyed by the time I got to the airport. But I'll, do you remember that, Bob? I, I do vaguely remember that. And I, it do was, think, I do think it was Keith, but it's really almost more Andrew's style at that age because he was the... He was the contrarian. Andrew is the type who, if we went somewhere spectacular and wanted to take a picture, he would just block his face. Uh, we tried to take him on a hike once. Beautiful um, Glacier National Park. And he, when he realized, we're going to walk without going anywhere, he just sat <laughs> down in the middle of the trail. And as parents, you know... Look, it's a battle between kids and parents, which I got to see, you know, being at Keith's and Leanne's and watching the granddaughters. Because when you're a kid and you start to get cognizant, you see these parents as opponents in a chess game <laughs> of getting what you want. And you're so young, you're not even sure what you want. It's sort of just whatever strikes you in the moment that you want before you have any judgment whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. And so you're thinking, your parents are thinking foolishly, how can I manipulate my children to behave the way I want them to? And the, and the children are thinking, how can I manipulate my parents? And what, what is actually happening, and parents don't realize this until much later when they watch it happen to their own kids, you, by trying to manipulate your kids, you're teaching kids how to manipulate 
and 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 kids like adults learn stuff slowly. If I want to learn a song on the piano, like when I was playing with those heart guys, I I took like forty hours to learn a piece that if I was twelve, I could have picked up in an afternoon. So what parents don't realize is the child's brain is designed to beat you at your own game. Like they're going like, oh, if I act like this and make them feel that way, they'll just wear out. They're older. They just do not have, and kids have such stamina. I mean, especially two young girls, five and eight years old, they speak like screech owls. They scream. They just, ah, ah. That's, the, that's how they express happiness. That's how they express boredom. <laughs> that's how they express everything. Yeah. And, and so, and the house is be- beautiful house. It's very echoey. It's, ah, they'll come running through. <laughs> at, at one point, Christmas morning, when they're opening their presents, they opened a present and, because and, uh, this is another thing, a kid will open a present and if they don't understand it, They'll just put it down and go to the next present. It didn't. It didn't explain itself to me right away. It was, it was some you know some bookish thing that was like very good for the kid, uh, and it was this one was particularly Georgia or something. And someone said, "Well, that's not a way you express that you love the present." And I just said to them, "Why don't you guys scream?" And they both went, ah! and I was like invited to scream. It was the most exciting thing, and. I don't think boys do that. I think it's girls. Uh, I don't remember screaming as a kid ever. Um, someone who has boys uh, besides me would have to say if they, if boys were screamers. And I don't know what it is about girls screaming. Is it is it built into their DNA to call for help if the village is being attacked? You know what I mean? Is it a tribal thing? Um, where am I getting into dangerous ground here now, Zip? You have that look no, on your face. No, no. <laughs> I was just, the whole point of the, both these stories were just that uh, the, the acerbic wit seedlings were planted at a very early age. Yes. And they were already feeling their oats. So I guess what I'm revealing unintentionally is that it's in my family's DNA to get aggressive from the moment you're able to speak. Is that right, Andrew? I don't know. I, I, I... I relate a lot to the contrarian label. Uh, if you, even to this day, if someone tells me I have to do something, I absolutely throw a fit and don't want to do it. I think that's sort of the thing that appeals to me about my career now is it's in, it's a majority in my hands, and I am reaping the rewards of my own work. and And I think a lot of that stems from. <clears throat> having a older brother that was very popular and having a father that was very popular and, and wanting to sort of carve my own path and wanting to be like, well, I don't need them and I'm independent and I can do what I want and I'm in control of everything. So um, I do remember sitting down on hikes. I do remember complaining. <laughs> I remember covering my face. For pictures, um, for family yeah. pictures. Georgia does that, by the way. I was just, a, <laughs> I was an asshole. Hazel a yeah. little bit, but Georgia, Georgia will be like, can we take a nice picture with grandma? And she goes, yeah. And it might be something with the youngest of feeling like you're not getting the attention you want. So I'm going to protest and not give you anything. It's also that they really, um, Keith and Leanne are such attentive parents Yeah, that um, it's hard to compete with mom and dad. This was not the way it was when I was a kid. 
My mom and dad were the disciplinarians. Both of them had rules and consequences if you broke the rules. And I couldn't wait to get to grandma and grandpa's house because grandma and grandpa would have a big dish of candy with no guard on it. <laughs> it was an open dish. There was no, yeah. there was no fish and game warden to say, you've had enough candy. It was like, there's candy. I there. remember visiting your mom's house and <clears throat> there was a dish of candy and I was just staring at it. I was in the kitchen just kind of keeping an eye on it. And your mom actually called out and said, oh, there's candy. Help yourself. And I said, oh, she knew I was looking at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but see, that's the traditional role of grandparent. Right. And, and so with our granddaughters. Good cop, bad cop. Well, yeah. with our granddaughters, and I love them and I want to spoil them, but they're, you know, what is there that they haven't got already? And so, um, like, Lisa, so, so what we do is we're more mellow than the parents. But we're mellow and spend time and hang out and put your arm around them, watch TV, you know, help play a game or something. Uh, but uh, at one point today, uh, yesterday, before we left, Lisa, Lisa said, I don't think my granddaughters like me. I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast because people will hear it. But too late. Anyway, so <laughs> I, I said, no, no, no. They're just, you know, we're, we're not throwing a constant party because... You know, we're, we're the boring grandparents. They do love us. They, but also they got to, like, you've got to just hang with them. And she was like, well, I asked Georgia to take a picture of me, and she did this. And I went, <laughs> she does that to everybody. <laughs> yeah. And so I said to Keith, um, could you take a nice picture of, you know, grandma with, with your granddaughters? And seriously, this is the opposite of most I believe the opposite of most families where you, yeah, like the Keith goes, hey, Hazel and Georgia, pose with grandma so I can take a picture, picture. And they immediately went, ah, around grandma. And they did what he asked. Now, that was not the way I know. I liked my grandparents, but not my parents. So, so you're saying Keith doesn't give them the discipline that they maybe need. This is the part I'm not saying. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is they love their parents so much. Too much. <laughs> Again, uh, let's bring in I'll a lawyer. I'll read between the lines for you. Yeah, <laughs> Hold on, let's that? bring in Sean Alexander because you're if putting you words him, in my <laughs> mouth. Isn't he putting words in my mouth, my son? Sean Alexander, our lawyer friend. Greetings. He may be putting words in your mouth, but you're keeping your mouth open and put, <laughs> put him there. <laughs> uh, uh, look. They are. They love their parents so much that it's hard to compete. That's all I'm saying. Cross-examine me if you like. <laughs> uh, the well, defense rests. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. No, that's you're the uh, offense or, or I, whatever. I'm, the prosecution. I'm, what do you think, the, uh, Sean? I I think that you're too sensitive. That you're being too worried about something that doesn't matter. Now the kids. They're happy. I mean, me and my wife, Lisa. I'm being too worried about her. <laughs> you know, I because I'm cool say, with it, but she she's the one who's like, oh, I'm, you know, uh, I'm not sure if they're. You well, know. she is a very caring and empathetic in certain situations. Certain and, situations, and, yes, that's right. Because she is Lisa, she will tell you what she thinks, and there yes. will be no filter. Um, and that's a good thing. It's way better than someone's Remember when I told you to, you to turn up your microphone before? 
I told you yes. to turn it up too much. All right, I'm turning it down. Keep uh, keep talking. You can turn it down. All right. All right. I got it. All right, you can back off two inches. It's fine. All right, we can see more of your goatee. <laughs> oh, so the, the, what I'm hearing as evidence is yes. the covering of the face. And what I'm hearing of the problem is a feeling that that's an insult or it's someone doesn't love someone. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all in your head. That's how they act. Yeah. You could turn your mic back up a little bit because it went way down too much. And this is better? what happens when we're live. Yeah, that's perfect. Keep talking. I should never okay. have said it. All right. So, <clears throat> it, you know, I don't know. Uh, recess for lunch. She's it's time for lunch. It okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was a blast. And it was so good to be there and see them. And to me, um, you know, because we've lived on the other coast for a period of time, it's really more a matter of just hanging out and having hang time. So you get to be you know, like a regular presence. And that's a really the reason we moved back to the West Coast. Um, it was tough Sunday when I went to my phone to check on our boarding passes for our Southwest Airlines flight <laughs> from Las Vegas, uh, Bob Hope International Airport. That's, by the way, you're a huge celebrity. Uh, Andrew, that's a lot to live up to. If you want to be a comedian who's really successful, have an international airport named after you. Is there, yeah. Is, yeah. There's no Carrot Top International Airport. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's always uh, good to have goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, yeah, the plane goes boink boink boink, boink you know, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd be I'd be happy no if Andrew was talking about my dad never got to be uh Weird Al, but he was, you know, happy being a mediumly successful song parody and you said something about how Well, I said that the real ones know that you're the better artist. But that you know, art is not fair, and life is not fair, and you know we can relitigate all the things that happened to you that weren't your fault, and and I'm experiencing many of them in my career to this point, and I'm, sure. I express like, give me an example of something that's not your fault. That's a good one. I like that. Oh, something that's not my fault. That happens. Oh, I mean, I signed a contract to be on NBC, and I canceled uh, uh, my first weekend. Uh, headlining at a funny bone which owns and operates 20 comedy clubs across the country thinking mm. well i'll rebook when i'm a famous star and they'll be so grateful that i gave them sure. a month notice when in reality i could have just waited but then i got cut from nbc two days before, before they filmed show. yeah and um and you know now I'm selling out pizza parlors across the country. So look at me now. You know? <laughs> so you're saying your career, you took a left when you could have taken a right. It might have, it, like a lot of career stuff, by the way, what you're saying, a lot of it is totally by chance, by accident. Right. And, um, and I mean, uh, you realize how much of all of life is just a thousand coincidences coming mm -hmm. together and, you know, dating. You, It's like... Even real estate, you you know, you guys moved into a bad house at first, and then you kind of had to know somebody to like say this one is fresh off the market. It hasn't really been listed yet, and then you get in there before anyone else. Well, yeah, we we move like nomads, though. We yes. we've moved every four or five years, uh, and uh, and if your mother wants to be somewhere else, I would take her there in a heartbeat. Um, 
what we ended up doing here is we moved into a 55 plus community. <laughs> and I would not, well, there's a couple of things I would never have told you. Uh, I would never have told you we'd move to Las Vegas. I wouldn't have considered that. And I would have never said we were going to move into an age-restricted community either. Uh, it's a total accident in a way, but then when I thought about it, oh, we can make friends. It's hard to make friends with families, with kids, when you're this age. Um, and it's hard to um, – and so we didn't really know any neighbors or have any friends. Uh, and here already we know each person around us. Yeah. Well, like, it is easier. Yeah. You have common interests. You have that, yeah. you know, you're both on the lawn at 8 a.m. going, get off my yard, you whippersnapper. <laughs> and then exactly. you, you, you know, you, <laughs> and then you go, oh, that guy's doing the same thing. We sure. should be pals. Yeah. Uh, on the career, uh, you don't regret any of your uh, turns, do you? There are no. My only regret is, you know, not working harder from the beginning. But again, you have to learn those lessons <laughs> yourself. And if to... only you'd had an older mentor who would have given you some suggestions. If only there was some cool <laughs> yeah. old guy to just put his arm around. Who me. wasn't your dad? Because it yeah. was immediately again you, since being you a kid, trying to tell me yeah. something. I'm going. Hmm, yeah. I refuse. <laughs> I'm. I and this is a good thing between parents and kids. The parent, in some ways, is the opponent. The parent can't help uh, in certain areas. You've got to learn from friends or people you admire, right? Right. There's a, yes, Ron. Well, I I was given instruction never to comment on who my daughter dates ever. Mm -hmm. Not not a word. Not good. Not bad. Can you write it and down it and slide out. it to me on a piece of paper under the desk? <laughs> yeah, and it has worked out great. The one time that we had a problem and it. Her mother and I were not together, but she said she is with this it, guy who just will not listen. He's just really a, the wrong guy, but he really wants to go to Hawaii and visit his parents. So we bought him a one-way ticket and gave it to him, and he didn't look to see that it was one way, and he flew there <laughs> to visit his father. Said, I've got a ticket he, for you to go visit your parents yes, and not come, and back. Never come back. Well, we didn't tell him about coming back, and he got a girl pregnant in Hawaii, and he's there to this day. He got a different girl pregnant. So let's yes. give your irresponsibility a two-week vacation with some other girl you meet, and then we'll see what happens. That was brilliant. Yeah. It worked out yeah. marvelously. But I was told, and I still, to this day, do not say, I really like her boyfriend now. Mm. But, you know, uh, there have been a few that, eh, I wasn't that crazy mm. about. They're, they're gone. I they're was, history. Yeah. And it's exactly what Andrew was saying is anything we say, they go opposite. They're like, no, that's you. It's my parents. And I did the same thing. My dad wanted me to do stuff. And I said, no way, Dad. I'm going to do what I want to do. Uh, years later, I have said, I wish I, and I went and told him that yeah. I wish I would have listened to him. And, and he laughs. I think that's <laughs> a universal truth. Just like kids, uh, parents don't know they're teaching their kids to manipulate. Um, kids don't know that they're, uh, kids get into the idea as kids that the parents are the opponents. Right. And then at some point in their teen years, their parents are just trying to bless them with as many helpful tips on avoiding the mistakes and potholes I went into, but they're still too young for me to say, don't do cocaine. I can't say that yet. 
You I accidentally say, let that slip. That I was did. Well, that was yeah. you were old, much older. Uh, but you, but you, in other words, the, so the parents are, and the kids think they're trying to manipulate me to keep me away from that van with the guy with handing out the candy. <laughs> I'm not going to be manipulated. And and so uh, you know, uh, but at, at a certain point, you get to the point where you go, oh, my parents were right. Yeah. And it's the greatest thing as a parent to hear it. And then you have to do what Sean advises all of his clients to do. Mm-hmm. Not, I told you so. Not, see, I tried to warn you. You can't do that stuff. What is beautiful now is that the, the process is almost working in reverse, you know, because, uh, you know, you, you, just the other day you told me, like, you were on the phone with a guy for 15 minutes before you realized he wasn't from the IRS. And I'm like, stop picking up the phone for strangers. You yes. know? <laughs> it was a woman. Even if it's the real IRS, they're just <laughs> trying to take right my thing. money. You, know? you should just do this stop. as another bit about how stupid your dad is. This is a great I mean, <laughs> listen, you used to have to sit me down and be like, uh, well, you know, the guy doesn't have candy in the van, and now I'm sitting you down like, <laughs> yes. yeah, the Better Call yeah. Saul was a documentary, you idiot. Like, stop <laughs> answering the phone call. <laughs> It was actually, uh, I was waiting for my Social Security benefits to come through, and Social Security sent me a note saying someone will be calling you. But at the same time, there's all kinds of information available about people who just turned 66. <laughs> and then uh, scammers can get that information. And they call you and go, hi, I'm with the IRS office. And <laughs> I'm on with this woman, and I'm starting to tell her, well, here's our new address. Here's this. Here's that. And then at one point, you know, the me from younger in my head goes, uh, how do you know she's really from Social Security? It was Social Security, not the IRS. And I said, uh, so I said it to her. I said, how do I know you're really from Social Security? She was like, well, I'm at this office at this address. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> you know the address. Uh, what else can you tell me? She said, well, here's my badge number. And I wrote down her badge number and I, and I said, now, not having access to a database of everyone's badge numbers, that doesn't really confirm anything for me either. And she started to get irritated with me. Look, I'm here to help you. And if we can't continue this call, then we can just delay your benefits. You know, we'll, we'll do it by mail if you like, but it's going to make it take long. And I went, and now you're threatening me with a fear of loss. I went, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. And I hung up. You've become a toddler all over again. You know? I totally have. You're too trusting. You it's just not in college. You both wear diapers and Velcro shoes. Hold the and... candy away from my face. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I visit, I'm like, put the crypto down. It's not a toy. Put the crypto down. All right. So, oh, one other thing, though. In addition to the things you wish you had done differently, or maybe not wish, but you learned from, I think that's a good way to look at everything, by the way. There are also moments where you totally, when I say you, I mean me, where I totally screwed up. It could have completely ended my career. Zip was there for many of these. <laughs> and it's only... Racing you to my demise. We were yes. both like, how can we be better alcoholic <laughs> drug addicts? And, and when I think back on the fact that, like, because there's certain things that are not your fault that, you know, could have made your career bigger... But boy, there were things that were my fault that would have preempted any career. And I feel for young people today, because back in our day, 
a security camera was something very expensive that only a huge giant corporation could install. It was, you know, they were $10,000 a camera and even recording them took these big, huge tapes and social media. Uh, it was graffiti on some bridges. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And, and so stuff Zip and I did, if it were recorded... <laughs> Well, yeah. Wait a minute. My attorney is giving me that look. No, I recognize that look. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You are lucky now. Yes. Those things weren't recorded, so we're going to repeat them now that everything is available (laughs) for stream. (laughs) Well, we're not going to. We're going to walk to the edge of that cliff and then. But yes, comedians encouraged to. you know, a lot of the creative process is writing your worst ideas down. I mean, that's what I tell a lot of my up and coming peers is to if you, you know, in a way, if you censor yourself before you even get it on the page, you're you're going to lose a lot of good right. ideas. And so sometimes the negative result of that is people sort of ganging up against you and taking things out of context, which can be. Luckily for me, I have 10 podcast listeners, so I can kind of say whatever I want. <laughs> sure. And, uh, You're not going to do too much damage. That's yeah. good. But uh, I think about that a lot because I, I wonder, like, um, uh, you know, it's interesting what gets canceled and what does. I can't imagine. I can't believe that Van Gogh paintings are still worth millions of dollars. <laughs> Why? I mean, because he cut his he, ear off and mailed it to a woman. Talk about <laughs> unwanted advances. <laughs> He's like, I'll show you who's a good listener, you know? And However, it was original. You, got my you, ear. Have, you have to give him that. It was original, and there's yes. no Me Too movement that follows a move like that. It, it, it had to be hard to flirt back then, I imagine. Yeah. You, you can't just send a text message with a picture of your, of your penis. You have to paint it and yeah. ask <laughs> deliver it, you know? You know, hey, this one's for my mom. This one's for my girlfriend. Don't mix them up. You're a bird. This is going to go well. But um, I have a friend who's like uh, 21 because I'm hip and I'm cool. And um, that's young for we, you to have a friend that age. Well, she's the comedian that we tour with on the on the Hofstetter tours. You know? Oh, I know, I know her. What's her name again? Leedy Corbin. Leedy, yeah, she's very. Uh, um, I haven't. Does she? She's a comedic artist. Does she yes. also stand on stage or not? No. Well, she'll deliver them on the on the yeah. stage. But yeah, she's drawing. Basically, she's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Um, we were like watching a movie on tour, and then like a canceled actor popped up on the screen and we kind of like we you know kind of ruined the movie because you spend 10 minutes going ah i kind of forgot about that creep you know and and you're thinking about all the bad things he did and i was thinking we need uh like a netflix for liberals right because we have like the netflix for mormons where they edit out like nudity and all the offensive stuff Well, we, you know, we can list all the actors and what they got canceled for, and you can decide whether to skip yeah. the, you know, like possession of cocaine. Nah, not a big yeah, deal, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we oh, kinda... jerked off in front of a woman in his trailer. Okay, oh, this is good. it's Thank a really you. good this movie. So, it's, uh, <laughs> so glad you didn't come to see the granddaughters this weekend. So, <laughs> uh, no, that's good. And there is actually something like that. It's called Mister Skin. Do you know that guy? He takes that's only... the op. That's not the what you're. He takes yeah, only okay. the nude parts of movies. <laughs> yeah. 
Because I don't want to watch it. I just want to watch the nudity. How much dialogue do you have to skip? Here's your pizza. You know, wow. <laughs> That's it. No, not. No, I'm talking in. I know. Never I'm, mind. I'm you kidding. know. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's time to bring on Spike O'Neill, Andrew Rivers. Thank you so much. Hang out. Hang out. Because uh, who knows what's going to happen. I'm going to bail. Actually. All right. Zip. Uh, quick Bye, say Zip. something to Spike, though, before you go. Spike, happy new year, my friend. Congratulations on the gigs. You too, Andrew. Quite a year. And a healthy year, new year for both of uh, Bob and myself. <laughs> and Sean, Thank too. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Can you guys uh, am I okay? Uh, Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we, you're we good. Uh, Spike wanted, to, uh, yeah. Zip wanted to uh, basically come on today to prove that he didn't have COVID. He's recovering from a cold, but he really wanted to call in sick, so... You're doing good, <laughs> Zip. I, 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 you could stay, if you, if you, or you can take off. I'm going to get some rest. <laughs> All right, you should lay down and get some rest. Drink plenty of fluids, right, only just, no just more alcohol. Remember that with, with, <laughs> yeah. with the Van Gogh bit, right? Yeah. Van, Van Gogh can only send a dick pic one time. <laughs> At least with ears, he had two, right? Yeah. You could do the ear trick twice. That's good. All right, Spike, welcome. Yeah. How are you doing? Oops. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. I'm sorry I ran late. My uh, my wife is in project mode here around the house. Can you hear me? Yep, that's okay. Uh, I can crank up your mic. Can you hear me now? Here. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Get, if you get right in front of okay. it, it's good. I can too. I'm on this end if you need me to. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was project day around the house. Moving bedrooms. She's all moving right. out of mine into her own. It's a all sad right. day for... What I want, but it's what I wanted for Christmas, so it's all good, you know. And and this week you are um you're doing not your regular show. I know, I know. You're doing not your regular show on Cairo. Uh, on Cairo, you're doing mornings. What's it like to face that alarm at four? What time? Yeah, does it I'm go doing off? mornings, but it's uh thirty, and I did because I didn't know any of the processes uh, involved in running the. Cairo morning news hmm. and it's I, I'm literally not even doing what you did because the content is all decided I'm just you know reading intros uh running interviews with various news guests um and then now it's time for traffic brought to you by now it's time for Oops. weather report brought you know that's, it's he's cutting just in captain out, right? billboard it's for everybody yeah uh, so um so uh your internet I, uh, I'm perfect and so yeah, it sounds good in your headphones because you're just monitoring your own microphone. Uh, you, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm just. That's all. I always turn the remember. turn the computer a little bit and put some tin foil on the window. Do do something. To, uh, <laughs> Spike has always thought he's been perfect in his own mind, so it's yeah. not really a, a departure from the <laughs> yeah, norm yeah. here. Uh, no, it's definitely uh, as time goes on uh, and more that, that devices in your house. A little bit. No, you know what you should do? You should actually go near the router and call us on your cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> that'll actually reconnect work. through my phone. Yeah, but do it in a room closer uh, to your okay, router. Yeah, I was about to say, it's the I... first time you're doing it from home in Hang a while, on. and uh, all right, we'll wait for you to come back. Live streaming. Let's see if uh, I haven't even looked to see if anybody's uh, watching us this this week. Because I'm trying to do things a little bit differently. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. Did you best call him and tell him? Someone said best parenting ever. Oh, Amy Ullin, you are so uh, wonderful. She was on uh, she was on the Star Trek episode with us. She was one of Star Trek's fans, and we won walk-on roles on a Star Trek Next Generation. Well, it was a f I remember wasn't Next Generation. It was a f which one was it, Amy? You're gonna have to tell me, and then I'm gonna have to scroll through all of these. Spike, how's your singing voice holding up? Someone is asking. 
Joel Brazy is there, played on many Twisted Tunes. Great musician. Thank you, Joel. I'm going to say hi to people quickly. Someone <laughs> told me, a friend of mine told me, I hate it when you bring up all those texts and say hi to those people. I'm tuning in to hear you guys. Still, we got to kiss a little bit baby's ass here if we want to keep coming. So, uh, Joe, say hi. Spike in a few minutes. That was already out there. Oops. When are you bringing back nude stock? Yeah, we've reached an age. <laughs> <laughs> where if uh if uh if nude stock uh all right how do i get rid of that spike thing i have no idea this is okay you want to talk yeah. about uh evidence that might cancel your career yeah uh, well there's know. no career to worry about <laughs> yeah. now but but we're at that age where if nude stock happens it's because i forgot to put on my pants it's not gonna be <laughs> It's it's not going to be uh, a planned event. It's going to be he's wandering again. Wow, ticket sales are real slow this year. I can't imagine. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, let's say hi to a few more folks uh, while we're waiting for Spike to come back. Um, okay. Hollies, boats, and motors. Oops. Yeah, I know Greg Butkey. Tell Greg Butkey I still got his speakers. Okay, Sean, your <laughs> friends are calling up to confess their crimes. You oh no, tell them it's not my to. crime. He no, thought I. Crime. He, yeah, he had a wonderful set of corner horn speakers, big clip speakers, and he okay. needed some cash. I said, "I'll take those." All right, <clears throat> uh, I still have them. Right. <laughs> it was Enterprise. I moved right. to my YouTube channel, Amy. Oh yes, Amy, you're right. Enterprise. It was. Uh, we were on the Enterprise. Um. That was that was the show, and it starred. Oh, which starship captain? Amy, you should just <laughs> just send you a link, and you should come on with this. Amy should talk about that sometime. Uh, but you, when you won this contest, which I competed heavily against B.J. Shea to do this promotion, he wanted it for KISW. You got to bring a listener. You got to have a walk-on role on Star Trek, and it meant you were like. In engineer's clothes, uh, basically, uh, in in one case, I was tapping on touchscreens on a wall. Only they really weren't touchscreens. They were just like lights that had some writing on them. And the writing was pretty much gibberish. And I had to just push random buttons. And they didn't really like that I was on the show. So they pushed me over to the side. Amy, you know, good-looking blonde, uh, but also younger. And me, um, someone actually whispered to me once behind the scenes at Star Trek, uh, oh, you're, you're lucky you got in that spot because in the future, no one has gray hair. <laughs> and then I realized it's an ageist show. Uh, there's almost no... What they do with old people, I don't know. It's supposedly the futuristic generation of Star Trek where... Gene Roddenberry envisioned this perfect world where there's no money and there's no fighting. There's wars, but always with other species. Yeah, not a lot of old starship captains probably uh, <laughs> not not surviving a ton of wars there. Well, they had a, had a few. They had that Captain Pike who was, you know, handicapped, so he was EOE. But, uh, but no, there would be, on the crew of the Enterprise, there were only basically young people. Maybe Spike has something to say about that. Are you back? He's oh, that's back. a great... That's Is better. better. Oh yeah, much better. Are, are you familiar with the term Soylent Green? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's where old old starship captains. 
<laughs> let's all go to the let's go to the mess tent. What do you guys think? Huh? Yeah. Yes. All right. Oh, I'm glad you're back. That is so much better. Yeah. You know what? I wasn't I wasn't connected through Safari downstairs. That was the problem. Uh, I was connected through Google Google downstairs. It's supposed to be Chrome. Oh no no no! It's oh, actually no, it's it maybe is maybe I don't know. Because anyway, the option. Give me the option to connect on Safari up here. I did that. So this is a there better is. set for you. Well, yeah, I've got my Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh, Tannenbaum. Oh, Tannenbaum. Right. The one sounds like your studio. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. your wife uh, sends you into a closet. Go record yeah, with your friends yeah. in there. <laughs> Don't bother us. All right. We're back. So, uh, uh, all right. Spike, I'm going to give you the floor for a second. I don't know. If, I sent you a few topics, but I don't. I don't know what you. I don't know if I wanted. saw them yet. Okay. Um, you know, I, I don't want to talk politics. It's so funny. Um, I, I've I've been kind of gearing the night show at Cairo about lifestyle stuff and relevant stuff to the audience. And I, you know, like the day they they recommended four charges against Trump, I pushed the story for two and a half hours, and we had a great night and an interaction with the audience. And I said, well, you know, we've been putting this off. I got to. It's kind of historical when the, they recommend four criminal charges against the former president. You effing libtard, blah, 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 blah. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you talk about Nancy Pelosi's husband fake banging that male hooker, blah, 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 you know, all, all the stuff you get. So, sure. like, whatever, you guys. Well, on. if so, you put chum in the water, what do you expect the sharks to do? No! Oh! <laughs> well, we're entering a new... Um, interesting time because um we've all got oh he's back you know we got to get along with each other uh you know like can anybody hear me? if i, if hear I thought uh if i thought all these anti-vaxxers were going to survive I, I wouldn't have called them grandma killers and everything so <laughs> that's a good joke andrew but i can't hear you yet you can't hear this is live streaming folks live streaming let's say hi to a few people uh, hang up and call back that's all we can do Hi, Caroline from Vermont. I can't hear anything. Uh, yeah, it's on your end. Just hang up and call back. If I type hang up and call back. Um, oops, Jim, he shouldn't say things like that. He's just brilliant. He's still working. I'm not. Uh, the second time we were on, that's right. We were in the Star Trek Next Generation costumes because it was a time travel episode. So I actually got to be on a show with Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis, who means nothing to you too okay <laughs> <laughs> it would be like if you got up on stage with kanye before he became a pariah okay yeah hey speaking of which i um i have some old yeezys i have some shoes i don't know if this sentence means anything to you yeezy sure. shoes were popular at a time okay do I just give those? Do I throw them away? Do I give them away? Should I sell them? Is it oh. offensive to sell them? Goodwill. Have you ever been? But then oh, some. Them donate the money. Some yeah. kid is going to pick them up and he doesn't know what they mean. And then he gets called a racist. And then oh. uh, I'm passing the hate down. But burn also, they're $300 shoes. I want to get some money back. You think sure. Jews would respect good business like that, you know? Spike? Oh. <laughs> I think uh, let let a rat live in those shoes. That's kind of poetic justice, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Everybody's. Uh, did you hear the guy, uh, the the representative, Republican representative that lied about his resume, lied about his religion? Yes. His name is. Uh, is Sam, I was Sancho, Jewish. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He did. He actually said, "I was Jewish." Like, oh my God! That's Depends <laughs> on what the meaning of ish ish. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the TV show. You know, Blackish was okay. Imagine they try to do a TV show called Jewish. Yeah. You know, hey, I like bagels and I'm uncircumcised. What? You know, where's my place in the world? You know. Uh, it it just boggles the mind how people. Do you want to come and, over for me? This is a good bit. Yeah, really. You can't you can't even run a fucking Dairy Queen if you lied about your 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 employment history, your academic history, and right. your fucking religion. You can't run a Dairy Queen, but you can go run a filibuster on the on the House floor. We've really risen as a people. It's one uh, of the experiments going great. Yeah, I'm ready this, to hide under my desk. Can I can I counterpoint to you a little bit? Sure, sure. I'm a little scared doing it though because you're experienced and a professional who does this five days a week. And by the way, I'm the same way with Dory. It's like I'd love to debate stuff with him, but it's like you don't get in a sword fight when you pick up a sword just once in a while to see if you can right. use it. <laughs> right. Um, so you're speaking as if you've just discovered that politicians um, are not truthful. On whoa, 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 no, yeah. no, 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 um, I, I think see, we, we have there, lowered, You see, we have by the way, uh, my sword is not even out of its sheath yet, but go ahead. I point, I point to Al Franken being benched for having his hands near a woman's tits in a photograph. <laughs> yes. I yes. mean, just near, right? And, and by the way, that's the other thing. He's got ish. arrows in his quiver. He's got so many arrows in his quiver you know, that if I wanted uh, to make and a it, point. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what, what, um, what party this guy was in. I, I, I don't care at all. If a Democrat lied about everything he did to get elected, yeah, yeah. bounce his ass. But I guess you what know? I'm saying is that this happens routinely uh, through history. And mm. um, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it, from Socrates' time, from the Garden of Eden, from where, yeah. well, they didn't have a condo uh, board then. They didn't have an, a homeowners association. <laughs> an HOA in the Acropolis? <laughs> yeah. These columns are so tacky. I don't get it. I, you know, what are we... In other no. words, it's human nature. So it's it, when you see someone in an industry that is, attracts sociopaths being a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> now you uh, get it. To, yeah. to Multiple feign, personalities a plus. Yeah. To, to feign surprise <laughs> is also a, 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 instead. And by the way, I agree with you that such behavior is wrong. Um, well, it, we, it used to come with consequences. It doesn't anymore. It's seen as a plus, not a bug. Let's let Sean Martin Alexander speak. Well, I, I was, I was Taylor gonna... Green's a moron, and she's the number one uh, fundraiser in the Republican Party. We have a lawyer here, so let's now. let's talk about consequences. Yes, Sean, go ahead. Well, oh, you got to get well, back from I the mic now because you're you're, uh, you're overloading yeah. the mic a little All bit right. again. I'm getting excited. Nope, th that distance right. is perfect. I'm right. just Politics. getting warmed up. <laughs> yeah. Politics has been a dirty game for a long time. And and anytime you get into the power, you're going to have that kind of a problem. People are going to lie. They're going to cheat. That's how it works. Being able to navigate above, that makes you better. It doesn't make you a winner. Mm. <laughs> There's I another like, aspect to I, it, by the way, that's in uh, John Medina's uh, newest book called Brain Rules for Work. And I love this guy. So I will I'll give you a yeah. plug for his book. Um, there is a, a, a um, it's a measurable scientific fact that power itself corrupts and alters yes. your ability to see what truth is. And it makes the people who are not at your level seem like others. And if we know the history of human uh, tribalism and wars, as soon as you can redefine someone else as the enemy, they cease being human to you. And what's, uh, what's, uh, uh, and I'm going to agree with you on this part, Spike. What's different about now 
is that everybody's got a bullhorn and torches and pitchforks on a global scale and can be part of these reactions that create, I'm going to say it, hatred for people different than them, where it's, it used to be just, oh, you're a Republican. Well, I'm a Democrat, you know. Uh, but now it's like, how could you? How could you be part of that horrific cult of libtards? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. maggots, and, uh, or maggots, as some people affectionately um, refer to them. And, and I don't think either is true. I think that when two people who are neighbors, for example, who vote for different political parties, hang out in a social situation... They behave together as civilized human beings, and none of that is real. Like, I'm friends with you, and I'm friends with Dory, and you two could pretty much be on opposite poles, you know, North Pole and South Pole, um, but I see you both as really good people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, but when it comes to the Homeowners Association and the condo board and what's going to decide who gets to steal my cheese and who's doing this and what's fair and unfair quickly my voice gets all rankled you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. i can put out a marine flag but not a pride flag yeah I can, I can. <laughs> exactly so exactly it's yeah. by the way in my what, 55 what have, plus neighborhood that would marines? be a problem i think what if you have pride in the marines right um semper fag what do you what do you, you know <laughs> i would just say don't ask don't yell <laughs> <laughs> sean go ahead Oh, no, I, I was going to say, we hear a lot about uh, male toxicity, and there mm-hmm. is a, and, and that generates a type of behavior that's real contrarian. There was a really recent study about toxic plasmosis, which is a little microbe that people get, and they can trace that bad behavior to people with that microbe. And so they could look at how people who who they just fight against everything you say everything mm. it doesn't matter right or wrong they just argue with you okay lisa and so it's it's Lisa's funny here. to see she's that. um uh, she's uh teller to my pen by the way she's my teller <laughs> no, <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> basically it helps me with the magic tricks but she does not want to uh, actually uh, speak uh also she's okay. she just yeah. there looking good see everybody yeah you too. all right that, and uh, unlike Teller, Merry she Christmas doesn't even things. work the whole show. She just comes in for 10 <laughs> seconds. Okay, I got a joke for you. You know the uh, difference between Republicans and Democrats? Republicans are con men. Democrats are con artists. Oh, oh, I like that. Very nice. <laughs> They're just like better it. at lying to you, you know? Lie to me, uh, you know, in a, a good way. Good I way. Think, I think lying is an equal opportunity uh, option. For, for people, no matter what their political persuasion. But, Sean, go ahead. You weren't finished. Well, no, we we look at different variations on the truth sometimes. Sometimes people, what they say may be what they believe, but might not actually be fact. And that's kind of a, a gray area. And in yeah. my job, I have to get evidence. I have to show what's what. Mm. And I can't kind of, well, we could say what's things what? seem bad. It's funny you say that because the first thing that the January 6th committee tried to do was – no, I'm saying this. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, this, I'm sorry. This is to, this is to Sean's point. Sure. You know, um, if the, they had to prove that Trump actually knew he lost because if they, in court, if he could argue that, hey, I honestly thought I won the election, it could undermine any, any chance to charge him with any kind of crime. That's right. And, and, That's and you cannot prove – Sean, we've talked about this – you cannot prove what's in someone's mind, no matter how much it looks like 
right? Right. Uh, we do. We there's two two elements to crime. Actus reus and mens reus, and that's Latin for evil doing hand and evil doing mind. Evil and that's and what we have to mind. prove: is that yeah. in, an evil doing mind, the intent. And Spike is right; that's the first thing they proved. Mm. Well, they laid that out pretty well. Uh, yeah, that yeah, is they did. that's like. All right, so I had this argument, well, this debate with somebody the other day yeah. um, on what's we don't debate. Happen. We don't debate because debates put people on their defensive. We discuss. All right. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't discussing. I wanted to put them on the defensive. Um, so, uh, I, uh, who was I talking? I was talking to my, a dear friend of mine who's a total libtard uh, like yourself, um, and um, and good-hearted, but also really resentful of uh, people who, um, you know, in his mind are just dishonest and idiotic. You know, the other side. Um, mm. <laughs> And he said, uh, oh, Trump's going down. He's going to go to prison. And I said, I don't think that's going to happen. And he said, oh, no, the preponderance of the evidence. They proved this. They proved the tent of January 6th, blah, 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 blah. I said, yeah, I kind, of, I kind of feel like no matter what, there's going to be a negotiated settlement. Like maybe he'll be indicted. But if he decides for the good of the country not to run... And, you know, if he stays in this lane or that lane, it'll be for the, in the best interest of the country not to prosecute and put the whole country through that. And um, besides, uh, for our whole system to work, um, there has to be trust on both sides. You, uh, you know, everywhere around – one of the interesting things about the United States is everyone in the United States thinks we're original. We've got this whole Democratic Republican thing. We've got conservatives. We've got libtards. We've got maggots. Blah, blah, blah. We've got the populists. We've got this and that. If you go around the world, the blend of human nature and the splits are almost identical. They, um, they are maybe on a different schedule where populism gets popular in one area sooner than another. Uh, but social media has caused this effect uh, pretty much around the world, and everybody's dealing with the same uh, instances. And COVID caused inflation and stagflation and all of the things mm -hmm. that we're experiencing all over the world. So it's not like you could put a sticker of Biden on a gas pump and say, I did this when and it's yet happening. They do. Well, well, of course. <laughs> Imagine people in politics taking stuff out of context to try and herd their herd into, a, into voting that way. Everybody does that. Um, but uh, but it's fascinating. It's um, if you had a sense that we're all brothers and sisters on this planet and that we no longer actually – a country is now like a neighborhood. Uh, forget that. This whole uh, – your country is separate and different and can control the rest of the world even though the U.S. – and by the way, Sean has pointed this out to me at Coffee on Orcas Island many years ago. Why the United States is the boss – and I'm sure he remembers why we're the boss. Well, as I recall, we project our power. We have we guns. Put, <laughs> right. Yes. We, we got well, the bomb. We have the when most we park, guns. If we park an aircraft carrier somewhere near your coast and we can cover the entire country with a threat that may, we may not do anything, but we could. Yeah. That's one um, way to project power. And yeah. we're the good guys based on our propaganda telling us that we're the good guys. But we pretty much rule the world. And some people in the world don't like being ruled. Think of them as children on Christmas morning. <laughs> Think of them as seeing us as their opponents. And yeah, they're evil because our news tells us they're evil. 
But maybe they just have some evil sociopaths at the top. Now we've seen what that's like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We can't say that too loud. Yeah, don't worry. China's got all of it. If you're yeah. on TikTok, the Chinese government has everything you ever say. That's Every true. dance you ever danced. Every fashion change up you made, China's got it all. What are they going to do with all that fashion information? How are they going to use it to control us? They're going to make they're going to make it undercut us on price, and there'll be a Walmart everywhere fast quickly. They they're running out of uh, young population to work in factories, so um, <laughs> we are. I'm so, they're so sorry. they're headed towards a collapse. And uh, I mean, yeah, that's why Apple isn't going to be able to make a new phone for the next two or three years because they've got all their manufacturing in China and. They're going to have a lot of people dying in the next year because of mm. COVID. It is funny. This is what's funny to me is in the middle of the pandemic, myself and maybe mainstream news was going, well, China's really got this figured out, the main, the, the zero COVID. And it turns out that was the worst strategy uh, all along. But Well, um, uh, a couple of points. You, you have a point in that uh, some places procrastinated COVID and COVID eventually came to them. Now, the uh, problem is their vaccine wasn't effective. See, you know. he reads. My son reads now. I used to tell yeah. him, you should read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their vaccine was very ineffective. And so as a result, COVID will eventually get everybody. Right. Uh, well, they, that's because they, they made their vaccine with the extra red lead paint from the Thomas the Steam Engine toys. Sure. They just dumped sure, all that. They the copied it like all the yeah. Mariah Carey CDs they sell yeah, to each other yeah. without paying for royalties. Uh, just total bigotry and total prejudice. I love it well, when no, it's our no. bigotry and prejudice. <laughs> it's it's actually their here we live model. with Chinese slaves making our iPhones and our clothing, and we talk about how they don't have any integrity. And well, they, the, if the Chinese yeah. aren't trying to steal something, they're not really trying hard enough. That's a that's a business model in that country. If they're not trying to renegotiate their deal upon delivery or steal a secret from you to make it better for Chinese, you're not working hard enough. And that would never happen here in the United States. I'm not saying we don't do it too, but that's their. I'm not that's saying their that. Blueprint. Okay, so it's their I, I, again, it's their these are these position. are just the rules of life. I mean, the, the, yeah. you know, yeah, we can all pretend in our, in our, like in our country. It's there the are rules same in every. That, our country isn't better than their country. That's yeah, propaganda. <laughs> no, it isn't. Okay. Okay. Well. We're we have more access to natural planet. resources and better borders to defend, and it's and huge guns pointed at you. Sure, right. we may we. Where did those guns come from? We we built them. This is the people that argue for a sense of nationalism. You know, this is taking that to a whole you know other level. But we, you know, we had a chance to develop because. It was cold and miserable where we uh, where we lived, and we were like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. If you were born in in fourteen hundred in Jamaica, and you're like, this plant's fucking awesome, I'm just gonna chill by the beach all day. There <laughs> right. is an I'm evolutionary, <laughs> there is an evolutionary factor in that. So uh, it's not saying yeah. that they're better or they're worse than us, but environment. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, uh, let's. Uh, this is awesome, by the way. I like the, I like how this is going. We're getting used to seeing each other on screen, and we're not talking over each other as much as it was when it was just audio. With yep. audio, like everybody put a blindfold <laughs> on and tried to imagine who talks next. So I like this about streaming. I also like being live, uh, but also the show will be recorded and still distributed on all our podcast platforms, so you can listen to it anytime you want. So uh, my mom can hear it. This is, by the way, my friend who said, I hate it when you put those uh, messages on the screen. His name is Brian Cornfield, and he just sent me a nice message. He put a message up. 
Yeah. Um, here's a, according to some Americans, China is much better because they already have a great wall. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I, I think the biggest worry you should have in the United States is not China's uh, stealing your uh, copyrighted music or renegotiating business deals. I think you should worry that they have the leverage to do so because they are very creative, very hardworking, something Americans uh, at one time took pride in, uh, seem to take less pride in our hard work now. That's the conservative side of me speaking out. Well, the and, problem is the population is... You know the baby boomers. You made all these. You, you 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 have this huge young population, and then when we urbanize and when we globalize everything, we move to the cities where kids are just expensive furniture, and then we don't want to make them. You know. <laughs> so right, now man. there Feel are the yes, <laughs> on a farm, kids are free labor, and you need that. Mm -hmm. Like exactly. Yeah. And so. You know, as our generation stops making kids, that's why we have to be open to immigrants because we have to keep a, a certain people go. No one wants to work anymore. There's just mm. not people. There's no people like we stop making people. And so mm. I the guy that I think is smart and that I think is right uh, sort of says that we're going to have sort of a deglobalization and a and a move away from urbanization. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what the next, uh, you know, 50 years holds. Sean? You know, I, I agree with what Andrew's saying. Um, I look at it from a personal standpoint. I want to achieve energy efficiency on my own. I want to achieve, uh, what do I say, food. I want to be food able to security. get grow, yeah. food security. Um, I can't, I'm at the end of a very long supply chain all the time. And we don't yeah. have the people exactly what Andrew's saying. We don't have the people to do the service work. They can't afford to live here. Um, right. and, you know, it's a difficult situation. Well, you're, you're, you're Meanwhile, the situation on the island becoming the standard in Seattle. Yeah. The service yeah. industry can't afford to be in Seattle anymore. Meanwhile, That's spikes right. in front of a 18 foot Christmas tree with lights blinking and, 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 and you can see, 70 you inch can, LED. You can see his Christmas decorations from outer space. Uh, I'm dreaming of some white privilege, <laughs> just like my grandpa used to know. Yeah, record that song. That's great. <laughs> yeah, white privilege is a good one. Mm. All right. Um, well, folks, we're doing good. We're at about uh, five minutes after can, the can hour. I, can I? Can I? Yeah. Can I tell you something non-political? Yeah, please. We 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 had. To if really it's so know. hard for you, by the way, I, I, you <laughs> I could know, you could I say, "I want to talk about Girl Scout cookies." You go before January sixth. You know there was no <laughs> problem. No, you, you remember the game Six Degrees of Separation from Kevin Bacon, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do remember I, that. I, yeah. I can make any problem Donald Trump's fault in six moves or less. That's <laughs> yeah, it. You, you name yep. it. Um, no, for, for Christmas, right? We we had we didn't we we scaled everything back this year out of necessity, as everybody did. We all knew it was mm -hmm. going to be a you know a tight little Christmas, and uh, the, the 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 gift list was pared down. Um, mm -hmm. More practical gifts were given. There was you know give a give a cash card so you help people pay the utility bills this month or buy new tires for their car. All the things that you're doing, um, and so you know we we kind of dematerialized Christmas this year, which I think maybe been the best thing that's ever happened. No kidding. Because yeah, because it was. Um, not only was it, you know, not this endless embarrassing stream. So you didn't spend as prizes. much on presents. Is that what you mean right, no, by yeah, it? Exa exactly. Yeah. yeah. We didn't, we, we, 
And you already had that tree. That's plastic. It was made in China by slave Chinese labor. Children. <laughs> you know, you, you know the here. story on that tree, right? You know the story no, on I that don't. tree. No, okay, but so I, the one I just made up is the one I'm fond was of. was pretty cool. No, it, it, that's the backstory to my story is that it was made by little Chinese kids because their fingers are so small they can put the bulbs in. Um, <laughs> in, in, in 2005, we went to Florida for the holidays. Mm -hmm. My yeah. sister was getting married, and this is when we were in the top of our game. And we stayed, we spent like a week at the Grand Floridian and Disney World for Christmas. We had a treat in our hotel suite. I mean, it was, mm. it was white fucking privilege. Pardon me. Um, and every afternoon, I don't know how we were, you do a broadcast radio show. I really don't. Every, every, every afternoon when we were at the, you at are, the magic, are you getting these out of your system now yes, so that I you am. don't yes, have I a am. fuck to give by the time you get on the radio? It's like the T-1000 spitting bullets out after the gunfight, you know? Sure. Yeah. It's good. No, you know, every afternoon we'd be at the park and a nice Mexican woman would come over and clean our room for us because we were white. Uh, no, so we came back for that after the holidays and we hadn't decorated at all that year. We had just skipped mm -hmm. Christmas at home and I really missed doing all this. Yeah. And putting the lights up outside in the whole nine yards. So that next year, I went out and was determined to get the biggest tree you ever saw. And Bob, I know you've heard this story before. I mean, we literally, the Honda minivan, this thing was three foot over the front fender and three and foot back. over the back fender. Yeah. And when we brought it in, I, it was, it was the, the trunk was at least 16 inches in diameter across. That's a long time ago. You've had this a long yeah. time. That was 15 years if ago. If you have it long enough, it's good for the environment, that plastic. Exactly. Yeah. This is our 15th summer, with the, or 15th Christmas with mm. this tree. Well, the, with that with that tree that scraped the 14-foot ceiling, mm -hmm. after I cut a foot off the bottom of it, my wife couldn't breathe in the house. The pine was so strong. The allergies almost killed her. Mm -hmm. Literally, she, she'd walk in the living room, and her eyes would just swell shut. And Christmas morning, she'd come out here for 20 minutes of coffee and gifts and went back to hide in our room. She's and crying, it's, and you're like, I, yeah, it's just yeah, a coffee yeah, pot. It's yeah, not yeah. that right, amazing of not, a gift, it's a, honey. It's a mop. Come on, I barely put any thought into it. But, um, you know, Christmas night, she walked out with a limb saw and said, get that thing out of the effing house. And that in Christmas night, I took all the ornaments off, sawed all the branches off so I could get the trunk through the front door, and it was out of here. And the next week, she went out and bought that on clearance 15 years ago. Anyway, that's our tree. Now, and you bought, what, what, after, you bought it after... Uh, after christmas on, that's what on, i've done on markdown yeah, yeah. Well, i left what, it in what, vermont but i bought a tree on january 5th on purpose but what made, made this christmas so special and i got uh, and i'm gonna show it to you really quick yeah and I'm, I'm gonna walk around and kind of show it to you um we had um, family members make things my 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 wife lost her dad this past mm -hmm. year and i'm gonna show you the ugliest gift ever and actually made me cry but not because it's ugly see that oh my sister-in-law made that for my sister-in-law made that for my wife is that okay. ties that were given so, on Christmas? Were they all given at Christmas, or some of them? No, on no, the no. Just, this, this, this was this was given to my wife at Christmas, oh. and those are those are ties her dad wore to work his entire oh, life. Oh, that is awesome! And oh. my sister-in-law made that for us. Oh, so he did it for Melissa for Christmas. It was it was that kind of day. And I and I'll show you one more thing, and I'm really embarrassed, but to show you this, but it's pretty freaking cool. So this is this is my. Dog. Is your wife hiding from this podcast? By the way, she lives <laughs> yes. with you, right? This, yes. This okay. is my dog. Okay. That's Ferris. She's okay. ten months old, uh -huh. and and my and my daughter, my my beautiful, well, my child, as I'm learning my pronouns, my child, um, ha has a partner, and they are very happy. They're both freshmen in college, and they're both very much in love. Mm. And her friend, Nadia, made uh, gave us a Christmas ornament, and that's the Christmas ornament. Can you see oh, it? Hold it to the there light. There you go. The dog. There it is. Oh, that's your dog. That's beautiful. That's our dog. 
Yeah. I mean, you you, could, you would not believe how much that looks like our dog. Well, hold it and down I next to the dog because I can't really. See. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't trust anybody these days. You could be totally making that up. Now you can get rid of the dog and just keep the ornament. You know? Yeah. There she is, and there's. Oh. Me. I mean, yeah. she's. It's. Yeah. But it's and I said, where did you find that? That's perfect. She's. I made it. Mm. She made it out of wool. That's she should cool. be living and, in China. She'd be making your iPhones. <laughs> Great. Anyway, um, so it was. It wasn't a lot of materialism. Mm. It was a lot of thought and heart, and it was really the best thing that we've that's ever happened. Here's here a thought. Christmas. Here's a thought from a viewer. This year, people went to more practical gifts because the stores had nothing because of fuel uh, shortage and supply chain issues. I don't know. If, you I, know I think this, the supply chain is fixed by now on Christmas gifts. I think they got it, last year's gifts ready for this year. But yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's, it's supply chain isn't corrected, but I really didn't have a problem finding things at Christmas. If things were expensive, was the problem. Mm-hmm. Things got through, and there was food in the stores, but everything was so expensive. Yeah, it was amazing how gas dropped after the election, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. When, how when the high price gas didn't work, they, the oil companies realized they were the. Oh, you think that was a conservative conspiracy? I think it was. I think uh, oil petroleum petroleum companies, companies wanted uh, a, a red wave administration. Absolutely. Come have on. You got, have you got documentation? Can you uh, prove evil mind? Can you prove evil intent? Can you prove evil doing? Look at their prove, donations. I prove, yeah, I can prove, I can prove <laughs> donations and Sean's actually agreeing with you on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, you know, re- releasing up the natural, the Earth's natural resources for mm-hmm. our our great American energy independence. Well, it wouldn't so. it be great if there were some great Democrat that could help fight global warming, but unfortunately, you're stuck with Elon Musk. Yeah, I know, right? Ouch. <laughs> well, and, and Biden to, is the, Biden is the my, president ever. To my Oil devil's wise. advocate arguing, the conservative principle of free market competition is going to take yeah. care of the oil companies. It's just going to do it very slowly. And everybody who's entrenched in power resists being dethroned and tries to uh, game course, the system yeah. in their favor. Sean and I used to yeah. have talks about this with healthcare, for example. You know, um, you, you can't. Uh, you can't reward success by cutting them down because they have too much power right away. Yeah, you can yeah. slowly, you know, bet on the newcomers, right, Sean? Well, let me let me rephrase that idea for you. Mm-hmm. What I used to say is that the reason people are going to push towards electric cars is because not because of the sound or how good it is. It's because you don't have to fix the damn thing. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you gave your refrigerator a tune-up? When did you change your oil in the washing machine? Mm-hmm. Electric motors keep running. That will you, The consumers will push for this. He was telling me this, by the way, maybe 10 years ago. Uh, I, before, I think Tesla was like, you know, a sperm that hadn't met an egg yet. And, and uh, what they say, a gleam in Elon Musk's a eye. A twinkle in his eye. Yeah, yeah a twinkle I, in his eye. I tried. Elon was still giving his kids real names back then. That's <laughs> what did I, I don't know if you guys have seen my Jeep. I used to have a Jeep. I still have a Jeep. And mm. I tried to convert it to electric uh, power in 1994. Right, I was looking at it in '94, but it wasn't the the numbers just didn't make sense, yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't ripe at the time. And I've and I've said it, this is what we're going to move to, and it won't be because industry is pushing there. It'll be the consumer demand once exactly. they realize right. how right. easy it is. Because yeah. you have to be a goddamn magician to keep a gas engine running. Yeah, but <laughs> right? by the you way, to- yeah, you can't <laughs> convince a libtard that Elon Musk's a good guy, and you can't convince a pubtard 
that uh, we're ready for electric vehicles, that uh, the grid's not ready. What about the children who are dying making the batteries? And they'll complain without using a phone that children died making the batteries of, by the way. It's just yeah, And, yeah, and it's all, all of those complaints, they may be valid and they may not be, but they don't impact the consumer who's actually going to buy yes. a car because he doesn't have to change the oil in it. To your and point, it, Sean, my Tesla, uh, I got December 23rd, one year ago. It has never had a repair. It has never been to a gas station. I actually looked at it and I went, like the other day I had to go to a gas station because I had a rental car. And I was like, oh, this this uh, nozzle is really gross. I'm so primitive. Some, somebody's mm-hmm. touched this. And, and I had to push the little thing and select my grade. And I was like, what feels so wrong about this? And I realized I haven't done this in six, eight months. And... The car, uh, I mean, people always say, like, what if you run out? There's not enough charging stations. Well, first off, it's a Tesla, so there's charging stations everywhere. But second of all, I leave with a full tank of electricity that's going to go 300 miles every single day. I've never had to charge unless uh, one time I went to Palm Springs and I stopped for 20 minutes and had a bite to eat and, you know, filled it up to 80%. So, um, but the real reason, Sean, that's, those are mine, but the, the third one we haven't talked about. The total killer is that electric cars, and Elon Musk discovered this, cost, there's so much profit margin in them. Because much like your refrigerator, the motor is like a refrigerator motor. It doesn't break. Um, I think I read somewhere that an internal combustion engine has, what, like 300 something. Well, I was just saying. Yeah. Yes, there's there's more than 300 parts in an internal combustion engine that move there around. There are and do precision stuff where connections one. to the engine. Yes, yes, and and yeah, whereas an electric, electric vehicle, basically one. But when you count the the computer monitor and the little thing that turns your stereo up and down, there's like five buttons on the whole thing. And so when you think about it, once you get past the research and development, it's the same with Viagra, by the way. Once you pay all the billions to make it, then it's just all cash. A cow, and, <laughs> and, and, and so there is so much profit in it that he quickly became the richest man in the world. From he's going to go out of business any minute, and every other car company immediately started building plants and announced that they were going all electric, mostly by 2030. And then third in line, by the way, please note this: third in line were the politicians, and like. Like Newsom in California, I'm going to require that you all the electric vehicles be electric by 2030, which coincidentally is when Wall Street and everyone else is only going to make those. But I want you to think that I had something to do with it as your politician. And the politicians are wagged by the industry. It's not the other way around. Politicians don't. I mean, they can game it a little bit. Sean, you're... you're you're, you're, You're pursing your lips like you have something to say. You're right on with the... The progression. Um, the politicians have done that in Washington too, and they've said, "Look, you, you, you're not going to buy a new car in Washington." Virtual signaling, in case there's any libtards on the show who want to know what, what, right, that, what right. that means. Well, and <laughs> I have. Sorry. And, <laughs> and you know, he's, he's got Jesus on his side. He's in front of his Christmas tree. I, I you know, I can't. Yeah. Really. Well, I, I live, and I have lots of friends in the petroleum industry. And I and I watch tankers in front of my house every day. They they're full of oil. They go by all the time. So I know this is a real industry, but I also know it's a dying industry. Um, we will not burn the last barrel of oil 
It's it will be too valuable. We will make plastics and drugs with it. That's <laughs> no, that's what we, that's what you do. Something's got to make those little caplets that uh, the prediction prescription drugs are in. Replacement batteries are expensive, though. Patty, uh, the first uh, LCD TV that I saw was ten thousand um, dollars. And right. by the and way, replacement engines bucks. are less than replacement batteries, right? right? Sorry. Well, that's that's a pricing problem and you know i would happily buy a new battery if i never had to buy gas again mm -hmm. <laughs> because and, here's, and, here's and another one by the way i know i know i'm doing this evs are great until the batteries begin to discharge and no longer hold the full charge and you live in an area where the climate doesn't affect range former nissan leaf owner okay uh if you bought the very first computer it was very unreliable Yep. You had we get the blue screen of death. It would reboot. Um, so yeah, it was seven thousand bucks too. And you bought a Nissan Leaf because I don't know why. Uh, it was, but hey, nothing wrong with Nissan Leaf. Um, it's the Conestoga wagon of electric yeah. cars. Um, he does bring up the a good prairie point. schooner. He does bring up a good point about um, batteries not as good in the cold. That is definitely a factor. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So let's see, what could we do? Could we keep burning fuel oil and destroying our planet, or could we make better batteries? What do you think? Yeah, I was going to say, gonna yeah, say? luckily they stopped any kind of evolution of battery development. It's never going to, you know, it's never yeah, going to Batteries are st yeah. Woo, stagnant. All right. Yeah. All right, I think we're done now. Are we done? <laughs> Andrew, you haven't said anything for a while. Is this old guy talk to you? Uh, it's just on the edge of partisan nonsense to me. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. sorry. Hey, it's no, it's fine. It's just his it. very, like, we know both sides of this argument. Yeah, it seems very obvious mm -hmm. that, yeah, yeah. like, gas prices are controlled by people investing in gasoline futures. Everyone realizes gasoline doesn't have a future. <laughs> Saudi Arabia is lying about how much gasoline they have left over. Pretty soon we're going to have to buy from Venezuela, maybe. Uh, we're withdrawing from other countries and, you know, letting them run their own. We've been the world's policemen for a long time and the world is changing. And, um, you know, I it just doesn't. So, of course, the again, there's a story about. Um, shoot, which country is it? Um, well, in a way, um, I don't know if the analogy is perfect, but the African slave trade, they used to manipulate the price and this was, and then they didn't learn to fend for themselves or diversify their economy. So um, we're going to see countries that were heavily oil dependent uh, fail in 10 to 20 years. And, um, you know, we, again, this is where I feel bad, where we blame America a little bit as we show up and we take advantage and we say, we'll build all this infrastructure and, and then we leave and then we say, all right, peace out. We, you're no longer useful to us. And we leave them in shambles probably. So, uh, right. but yeah, a lot of the belly aching, uh, it's very like low level. And it's like, once you get above the clouds and see sort of what actually uh, causes so things. Spike, Spike and I will let Sean talk. So there's less belly aching. Sean, go Thank ahead. You. you could put a cap on it <laughs> well, and... <laughs> Well, I can't, now I've forgotten what I was going to say. Uh, perfect. That was a perfect cap uh, for it. <laughs> there we go. Well, yeah, oil prices are not, yeah, yeah, it's not set by a president pushing a dial or 
moving a button. It's it's OPEC, and they're a, a gang that controls everything, and they can I, I decide what, what they saying. want. All right, Sean, go ahead. Every time Andrew speaks, every time Andrew speaks, he's so, his hair is so beautiful, I can't even remember what I'm saying. <laughs> it's <laughs> not even, it's, you, you, seriously, man, you, it's, it's beautiful. All he's right, done hey, a John. nice job. Well, right. what I was going to say is blame is a waste. This, to blame this country or that country, that's a waste. What you need to focus on is how we're going to fix the problem that we yes. created. Yeah, we that's created it. it. So let's get over the blame part. Just yeah. move on to the fix part. That would end all political talk um, shows, actually, if you started that, because they would be like, fix stuff. I, uh, who's going to listen to me talk about that? All right, yeah, Puppies I, uh, and kittens, 12 to 3. Everything. <laughs> puppies God and grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Yeah. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Thank you. All right. We're going to call it right there. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. A lot of uh, people uh, on the edge of partisan BS uh, on the text. I'm sorry, I don't have time to get to all of you. Uh, so tomorrow... I uh, uh, just want to let you know, I mentioned this last week, that I'm getting surgery. Uh, it's nothing huge. Well, it is huge, actually. I have this huge hernia that makes it look like I'm in an alien movie about to give birth. Uh, but uh, it's a hernia. And apparently that's not a terrible surgery. And um, I'm, ap I'm uh, apprehensive because I've had one of the worst surgeries you can imagine. And so the idea of... A, this one will be fine. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm mildly edgy, and I appreciate all the words of good luck and support and all that. And I, I do believe in the power of prayer. Uh, so, uh, you know. Uh, have, the hard part is over for you, so yeah. we're excited to get you back to full health and yeah. back out and hiking and doing all the things you love. Yes. It is for the I, hiking I'm, that we, I'm doing this. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just proud of you for actually listening to your doctors and not blowing off the small stuff since you've taken the big stuff already. Yeah, you know, well, you don't, blow, you don't want to blow your ankle out doing the victory dance in the end zone. So yeah, and there is, and look, with uh, cancer, as so many people who uh, are listeners and viewers have mentioned to me, there really is no victory dance. Once you've had it, it, it can always, you live scan to scan, it can always come back. I'm in a very good space right now. Uh, it does realign your priorities a little bit um, for a lot of people, maybe not everybody. Some people get depressed and I feel... Uh, grateful <laughs> that uh, I don't have time to be depressed. Um, my teenage daughter is uh, is right now fixing my tech as we wrap up this podcast. Oh, is she? So the the last thirty seconds should be just technically perfect. And, uh, Hi, Darby. Better, better lighting, better you know. Yeah, yeah. Darby, fix it up for next time. Yes, please. Up, say hi. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that's happening tomorrow. I'll be recouping. Uh, they say uh, only three days. Uh, and then after that, just don't lift anything for a while. So uh, someone will have to tell Lisa that I'm not <laughs> tell, lazy. Tell them they said seven, seven days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 30 days. 30 days. Can't 30 go swimming days, for 30, 30 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why it's good that we're doing it in January. Uh, and another friend of mine also says he has a hernia that um, 
does he, he mentioned something from Caddyshack that it looked like, and I can't remember exactly what it was. The but, gopher popping out of the hole there? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like the gopher popping out of the hole in Caddyshack. <laughs> a good friend of ours, by the way. Um, well, the good thing is we're on a live stream, so if anyone has any ailments or some suspicious rashes they want to put to the camera, there's probably a doctor in the <laughs> yeah. audience. We'll start that next year. Uh, right. When we come back... Uh, when we come for back, does this look infected section of our yeah. show. Yeah. In January, uh, we'll start notifying everyone Everybody who's on our mailing list of the exact start time of the podcast. This has kind of been, um, you know, the beta uh, testing of it to see. First off, if we wanted to do it, it's definitely better to see each other. Uh, yeah. It's also good to have input from the audience live to do a live streaming show and record it as a podcast. Uh, we intend to do uh, more with it next year and uh, bring you on board. So thank you very much for listening and viewing. You can always email us show at bobrivers.com. You can also become a VIP. And what does VIP uh, mean? <clears throat> Anybody uh, know what that acronym means? <laughs> I don't, because uh, really no. it doesn't get you anything. <laughs> except you feel Very important payment <clears throat> towards my light bill. Very Patreon, important yeah, payment. Patreon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although we're working on actually, I'm talking with our uh, webmaster about creating a special website where you can have access to all files and download everything and all these things that uh you know would make uh, being a vip useful and maybe some additional discussions and things like that but right now you get nothing maybe but that a uh, members only stream someday you know yeah. patreon only <laughs> no <laughs> no we don't have that kind of clout no. yeah yeah uh it's just the joe rogan world that we don't live in uh, although he's on he's exclusive to spotify right so you have to pay a subscription. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. But uh, we do appreciate uh, the tip jar, and you can go to patreon.com slash bobrivers. If you've listened this long, you definitely have a problem and are <laughs> making bad decisions with your time. So we like you. We like you a lot. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Happy thank New Year, right. everybody. Uh, by Happy the way, Zip was sick if you tuned in in the end, and Ed Kelly was off with his family this week. Thank you to Sean Alexander, Andrew Rivers, and Spike for uh, joining in. Cheers. Uh, this is the part where I think I would play the jingle one more time. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly.